Hello, queen, and welcome to the Spiritually Hyped Podcast. I'm your host, Kiara, also known as Spiritual Hype Woman, and I am your best friend for your spiritual journey. You are in the right place if you are ready for transformational conversations to connect with your truest self. My hope is that you grow more authentically aligned with a lot of hype from me along the way. Let's grow together and live a more purpose-driven life. All right, let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to the Spiritually Hyped Podcast. I am so excited for today's episode talking about what the universe gives you. And I specifically wanted to talk about this because I have been doing a lot of reflection in my own life about this topic and how what we are given from the universe is exactly what we need in that moment, whether we realize it or not. And usually what we not only need, but exactly what we ask for. So if you've ever contemplated whether or not you can manifest, I promise you after listening to this episode, you will probably consider yourself a master manifester. So When I'm talking about what the universe gives you, I'm specifically talking about the scenarios and the circumstances for you to learn and grow on your journey, whether that is spiritual, whether that is a professional journey in your career, you know, you name it, it can be applied to whatever the universe is giving you is exactly what you asked for or exactly what you need in order to grow and evolve to that next level self that you want to be. So applying this into real life, one of the things that I really want you to go into this episode with is an open mind. You might be rolling your eyes right now. You might already want to shut it off, but I want to just give you a split second to say, hey, hear me out. I promise you there are times where I don't want to believe this as well. I think we all want life to be more simple and not be handed lessons in order for us to learn and evolve and grow. But it is a beautiful experience, whether it is through good times or through hardships and challenges that we get to grow and we get to evolve through things. So I really want this to be an opportunity for you to be open-minded and reflect on first and foremost, Get out your journals if that's something that you've been doing along the way. Reflect on what it is that you truly desire to be more of in your life. I'll give you a great example of something that I always continuously desire. And one of that those things is patient. I cannot tell you how much I enjoy the concept of gentle patient people. They fascinate me. People who are just relaxed and calm and have their composure kept in all these different scenarios when things feel really frustrating and irritating to me. Someone who is able to be calm, cool, and collected. I am inspired by those people. So one thing that I consciously ask for is to be more patient universe, help me be more patient, you know? And one of these wake up calls for me was that 
I was actually being given a lot of tests and scenarios that would practice my patient's muscle. And that's exactly what I see this as. You aren't just going to wake up one day. I'm not going to wake up tomorrow and say, ah, I have reached maximum patience. I'm done. I guess I manifested that and now it is done and checked off my list onto the next one. No, that's not what's going to happen. What has been happening though, is I have been put in scenarios in order to work my patient's muscle, like waiting for, to hear back about job opportunities. I, you know, at one point, this was a while ago, like a a while ago, I mean now years ago. So this was years ago, but I was waiting to hear back on a job and it ended up taking two months. And I was hoping to turn something around in, to be quite honest, like 48 hours. And I was very impatient with the process or one of the jobs that didn't work out and it would never have been the right opportunity for me. It was three interviews in all in person meeting with multiple team members. And I felt strung along for like three or four months of a process. And working that patience muscle felt so impossible to me, but I was given the opportunity to exercise patience and be patient with ultimately hearing a no, but in with the understanding of you can go this far along and it could still not be the right opportunity for you. You have to be patient and wait for the right thing to come along for you. And would you know that after going through that entire process, I waited, I reflected, I gave myself some time and I said, you know what? I'm sick of going this ultra corporate in-office lifestyle. I really want to do something that fuels my soul a little bit more. And I applied and entered a completely different world of marketing that I wasn't expecting to go in. And I got the job within a week. Two interviews done in a week started, you know, a month later because of the time or like the notice I had to give. Same thing with little everyday things. So that is just like from the big scale. I even want you to remember that these little things can happen in your daily life. And one of them can be, what are you like when you are driving? If you are somebody who resonates with the concept of, oh my God, yes, I am a mom. I want to be more patient or I manage a huge team of people. I need to exercise patience so much more in my life. I need to be more patient and empathetic and gentle and calm, cool, and collected. How are you when you're driving behind the wheel? I used to be a psychopath, I felt like, behind the wheel. Now in retrospect, now being around other people when they're behind the wheel, I'm like, oh my god, I'm really tamed compared to some other people. But at the time, I was always angry. I was always frustrated. I was always wondering, and I don't live, by the way, in a massive city where it's like wall-to-wall traffic and my commute is two hours one way, right? I was talking about even going to like the store and the 10-minute drive, I would be stuck at every red light or I would be stuck behind someone who was driving 10 under the speed limit. I was always in a hurry and that really stuck with me like, why am I in such a hurry? Like, I don't have to rush back to anything. And 
I realized that over time, and now granted, mind you, that really when I started realizing that these scenarios were coming up for me to exercise patients, now I'm always calm behind the wheel. I don't think about anything. You know, I'm alert. I'm courteous. I'm conscientious of what's going on around me and the other people around me. But I feel no anxiety or this stirring impatience or frustration that I used to feel. And that was from simply working the muscle. So think about what you have been asking for recently to have more of in your life and more scenarios where you could be turning down the opportunity to get that exact thing that you want. Now I consider myself a very patient person. I could Of course, there's always room for improvement too, but compared to where I was three years ago, I am absurdly patient. (laughs) I would say that I'm a lot more calm, cool, and collected just about things that one are also out of my control. I used to be so obsessed with trying to control scenarios that I had no say in. Like again, for example, being behind the driver that was going 10 under the speed limit and you couldn't go around them or getting stuck at every single light down that one street that has just a light at every single block. I found myself being more of the person that I wanted to embody because I was constantly exposed to those experiences. So I ask you as a point of reflection, what have you been asking for that you want out of your life? And what can you look back at the scenarios that have been being dealt to you recently? If you have been in a constant state or battle of, I want more money. I feel like this is always a hot subject. So I try to go at it with a very open mind is what I like to tell people. But if you're constantly in states of having to spend money, an unexpected bill came in, something happened to your car that needed to be fixed, You ended up treating somebody for dinner, even though, you know, you didn't really have to, but you wanted to, and you felt called to treat for that dinner. These scenarios are coming up for you to spend more money so you can take maybe your income to the next level. How can you exercise freedom with spending money? How can you exercise enjoyment out of spending money? Realizing that it's a blessing that you get to have a car that you own and you're able to afford repairs for it or that you have friends that you get to go out with and have beautiful conversations with and spend quality time with them. How can you look at that from the level of joy and excitement and freedom and see what that does for you as you just revel in maybe what could be a really great opportunity for growth of being okay with saying, Hey, I do have to spend this money right now, but it's going to come back. And I'm confident that it's going to come back. I know it will. And maybe see how that changes things for you. But what really it comes down to is what are the repeating scenarios that have been going on for a while? And this, this could also be other hard lessons, right? So the money one, I, I pose that as like a, in a very positive light, but I do understand that money struggles and economic disparities are rampant in the United States. So I obviously do not discredit any of those hardships that come through for so many millions of people out there. So allow me to shift to something a little bit different. 
maybe and i'll even oh here i go I'll, let me just talk about my own experience i felt that for a while i was getting dealt the same scenario with friendships and i'm not 100 percent certain that i've cracked the air quote code to all of this but what i can tell you is is there was a string of individuals who came into my life over a certain set of years that when I look back now, they were exactly the same, the exact same type of friend, the exact same type of scenario, just a different person with a different name. They were really interested in friendship. They really wanted a deep, genuine, authentic connection. So it wasn't like the surface level type of friendship where you just go to happy hour with, or you hang out at networking events with. It was very like, Let's have soulful chats on the patio on a Friday night. Let's get takeout and spend the night in and have a girl's night in and watch a really good movie or just play with the dogs, whatever it was. It was very soulful and nourishing, not your typical friendship or go to an event together that was unique right? Like it was an art show or a local vendor, you know, farmer's market, very, very on brand for all of these specific individuals. What I've noticed though, is that even though that they were super eager and excited, that excitement would trail off. And one thing that I always felt the need to do was that I always had to make the plans. Basically, if I was not reaching out and texting, if I wasn't asking them how they were doing, if I wasn't reaching out to make the plans, if I wasn't the one encouraging and orchestrating and planning ahead and asking about schedules, nothing would ever happen. And it happened so much though, so that I did an experiment with myself because I felt like I was going crazy. And I wanted to test this for myself to say, hey, if I'm right, then congrats, you're not crazy, but now you're in a different predicament. But then also, if you're wrong, look, you were overreacting, you might be too sensitive, it's all good. So I did an experiment and did this test for myself and saw how long I could go without reaching out first. What if I didn't send the first text? What if I didn't make the plans? And for a lot of those people, nothing came up. Or I was only contacted when they wanted something from me, not to hang out, but they wanted to vent. They wanted to share what was going on in their life. That was hard. Mostly a lot of venting is what I would say, like the common denominator really came down to. It was a big vent session about something really difficult, whether it was work, whether it was you know, something that they were going on with the the dating world or something going on with other friends. And basically it was very advice oriented and it was very one-sided, but they didn't ask how I was doing. They didn't want to make plans with me, all of these things. So I saw these similarities and this was all somewhat around the same time, I would say. Or the the other thing would just be that what I was saying previously was that 
if we weren't talking about them, we weren't talking, or if I wasn't reaching out first to make plans or orchestrate, etc., we weren't talking. So I came to the conclusion that one, there was a lot of work that I wanted to do personally, and that could be its own podcast in and of itself talking about friendship wounds, which I feel like could be a series if I'm being completely honest. It's probably one of my bigger wounds that I have grown through as a person is the friendship wound. So with that all being said, one of the lessons is that I kept going back to the core of this episode, which is what the universe gives you, is part of that was I kept accepting that level of treatment. I was allowing people to go away for however long they wanted to go away at the sake of not wanting to seem too high maintenance or too sensitive or whatever it was, but my needs weren't being met. I wanted to feel important or that people cared about what was going on in my life or that people wanted to change it up and make the plans instead, you know? So I kept getting dealt the same scenario over and over again. And I'm like, why does this keep happening with friendships that I think are make sense and they're fitting and they make me feel good? But what it came down to was it was the level of behavior that I was accepting. And I was accepting the bare minimum of what I truly wanted because I struggled a lot with people-pleasing, people-pleasing tendencies and truly not wanting to lose friends. I didn't want to lose these people as friends. I really enjoyed their company. I liked them a lot. And they all did, I should mention too, as like a reference point, this wasn't a group of us. This was like one separate, like one-off individual, a second individual, completely not related to the first one, a third friends, like individual friends. And I'm just sitting there thinking to myself, like, why am I keep being dealt the situation? And one of the things that I came to was that I've never been honest about my feelings about that with any of these, like still to this day, you know, we're, we're no longer friends. Things, you know, each had their own drift, like drifting apart, which is totally natural and okay and happens. But a lot of it was that I never spoke the truth. I think about what my needs were and that it's okay for me to have needs in a friendship and those needs should be met, you know, just to kind of make sure that we were on the same page. Now that I've gotten a little bit older, I really see how important it is to have those conversations. But at the time it was so painful because I felt such a natural connection to these individuals and each one ended in a completely different way. But what I really learned from each of those endings was that every single time I never shared the truth about how I felt on, I felt like I wasn't really truly seen or heard when I wanted to communicate what I was feeling or straight up that in a lot of ways, our friendship was completely one-sided and there was no reciprocity within that friendship and now looking back i understand that a little bit more but at the time i was like why don't they like me why am i so disposable why is it so easy for people to throw me away but it really wasn't that it was that was the level of acceptance and tolerance that i had for friendships i was accepting the bare minimum 
and the bare minimum was reaching out every few months if they felt like it, if not, oh well. Um, or, you know, basically if I wasn't initiating anything, nothing would occur. So that all being said is I learned a lot from friendships over the years, but at the time it feels really painful, but now I understand a lot of things. And one of those things is that it's okay to have needs in friendships. It's okay to express and communicate your needs in friendships. One, to see if it's compatible, to see if it makes sense. I'm also definitely far more cautious about friends. I don't just open up myself to any individual for friendship. That's something that I learned that I I feel, I felt like I really wanted to do because I'm not from the place that I currently live. So I was meeting people through work events or through work in general or through mutual friends. And, you know, again, not from here. This isn't my home base. This isn't my community that I grew up with and everyone knows everybody here. And I think part of that came to a lot of learning of I was being dealt the same situation in this environment and in this circumstance to learn how to stand up for myself, how to advocate for myself, something that I still work on in all these different ways. And I'm grateful that the universe is so gracious to give me multiple. Sometimes we need more than one lesson, (laughs) y'all. Sometimes you're going to get the lesson and you're going to master it on level one. And sometimes it's going to be level 50 and none of it's wrong. So if you're finding yourself at that stage where you're like, this is the seventh time that I've gotten to a relationship with a toxic dude, like, or I've had the same fight with my partner for the 10th time or the 80th time, it's time to reevaluate that and see how you can approach it from a different angle where you can reflect on it. What is it trying to teach you? Where can you grow and learn from this? What happens? What positive, beautiful thing happens when you do learn from this? Imagine yourself. Now for me, I'm going to use the friend example because I spent a good amount of time talking about it. I was envisioning myself having these like mind, this like-minded community of friends. Not necessarily that all knew each other, but just a solid group of people who I could call, who I trust, who care about me, who love me, who check in on me as much as I check in on them. There's a lot of reciprocity. It is a two-way street. We have like interests or like values. And I kept thinking about how good it would feel. It feels to be in that state of knowing that I have the community and the people that I can call on when I need support when I need love and encouragement. And whatever scenario you find yourself in, I encourage you to do that. How's it gonna feel when you no longer have to feel frustrated and angry about being impatient? How beautiful is it gonna feel when you feel the sense of freedom and non-attachment to money and you spend with joy and excitement of anything that life throws at you because money's gonna replenish itself, it's gonna come back you'll make more tomorrow. (laughs) So, or in the case of friendships, how good is it going to feel when you have those people that you can count on and trust? Whatever scenario you're in, I know it's hard and I know that it's comes with growing pains. 
it all comes with growing pains. There are peaks and valleys to every challenge and scenario that life throws at us. There's the good within the bad and the bad within the good. And I hope that you take that as remembering though, that you can ride those waves, that it's all part of the process. And that ultimately, and in some scenarios, it might be exactly what you're asking for. It might be exactly what you need to move forward and elevate. The last example I'll give on a professional note is I have been manifesting the exact job that I have for years without knowing it down to the exact salary. And one part of it though, was where I feel challenged. I wanted a job that felt challenging where I can really learn and grow and take my marketing skills to the next level. And I got exactly that. And let me tell you that the last year of being at this job has been the hardest year for me professionally for a lot of reasons, personal included in that, you know, but what it really comes down to is I got the exact job that I wanted, but that doesn't mean that it was going to be easy to get that job. I had to go through a few bad jobs in order to get to this job, but it's the exact dream job that I wanted with all of the perks, all of the values that I care about in an organization this company has, but it's challenging and it challenges me to do better and learn more and be better. And I have absolutely struggled. It has come with a lot of growing pains and I've needed a lot of help from some amazing individuals along the way to remind me that I don't suck. But it's a test of taking myself to the next level exactly like I had asked for. So maybe whether it's with a job, your career, money, relationships, what the universe gives you is an opportunity for you to learn and grow and evolve. And I hope whatever you are growing through right now is something that you can see to the other side of and really understand how this is improving your spiritual journey, your constant evolution, and how it's ultimately going to impact all of the people that are around you, whether it's the strangers on the internet, to your friends and family, to future relationships that you don't even have yet. It is all working out for you. Even the things that don't work out for you and haven't worked out for you are ultimately a source of working out for you. I am rooting for you. I can't wait to hear what tidbits you took away from this episode. I hope that you found it helpful. I hope that you feel a little less alone in your struggle. And I will chat with you next time. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for joining this episode of the Spiritually Hyped Podcast. I cannot wait to see you next time for another transformational chat. If you want to connect on Instagram, you can follow me at spiritual hype woman, all one word, and let me know what you would like to talk about next when it comes to spirituality. Thanks for being here.